Welcome back, guys. Thanks again for listening. Um, we're going to talk about journaling and brain dumping. Um, it's a concept that I've used for a really long time. And the more I do it, the more I love it. And I keep coming back to it. It's one of those things, if I miss it, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you missing it? You know, it's important. Like, it's so effective for me that, uh, you know, I'm happy to share my thoughts around some of that today. How are we feeling yeah. about it, Rachel? I feel like it's a really, uh, really important topic to talk about. Everybody talks about this idea of, you know, brain dumping or journaling, or it's very kind of talked about, but no one knows what it is. And no one really, mm-hmm. I feel like, does it correctly. Mm-hmm. There's even a really good way to do it. So kind of give us your thoughts. How do you go about it? How'd you start? Yeah, well, well, before I do that, let me jump into like, is there a way to do it correctly? Well, not really, right? But I think that vagueness is what really prevents a lot of people from getting into it in the first place because it's like, oh, am I doing it right? I don't know how to start. Um, And so, you know, know that what we'll be digging into today is just kind of my way of doing it. And it's one way. Um, and it's something you can use as a starting point. But I, I really do believe that I think the idea of journaling and brain dumping, you can start with different techniques that you hear from me or other people. But ultimately, it's about finding something that will flow and really work for you um, well, and, and be something that like can be consistent for you and sustainable. So don't be afraid to let it evolve over time. It's not just this, oh, it's one way that I start doing it. I have to do it this way every single time. Um, so yeah, I just want to give some context around that. Uh, and then, you know, so how did I kind of get started with it? Well, I think I, I had read something about, I think it was morning pages. Um, or actually, no, before journaling, I had heard about the concept of brain dumping, right? And basically being able to, creativity is something that's really huge for me, as you guys have kind of probably figured out by now. And a part of being creative and being able to create things and have ideas and uh, apply them in different places is really just coming up with a shit ton of ideas, and they they're going to be bad and and the idea is that you need to be able to capture the bad stuff you know only when you capture a ton of bad stuff is when you can get to some of the good stuff so brain dumping was a way to just one release my thoughts you know because let's say i had a couple different projects going on or things i was working on um being able to like not handle thinking about them all at once but then sitting with it and then literally just like word vomiting onto the page around everything that's coming into my mind. And sometimes those brain dumping sessions would be very repetitive, right? It's like, oh, the same stuff is coming up over and over or, you know, yeah, nothing new or revolutionary, but that's okay, right? You're able to kind of pick up on some things. They might evolve over time every time you do it. Uh, So that's how it started for me was like, how do I use this for creativity and for uh, release of of my thoughts? Um, And and so – you know, I kept up with that for a little while and it was always this, this, 
like preserved area that I could go back to when let's say you sit down to like write an article or you sit down to work on something specific and it's like, Oh, I have, I have nothing. How do I even start this? It's like, Oh, just go back through your brain dump and you know, something might pop up at you, right? Like something's going to spark a connection in your brain. That's going to get things rolling. Um, and so Brain dumping, that's how that started. Journaling is something that, I mean, I may have been, the first thing that's coming to mind is is knowing of morning pages and hearing about it through, maybe it was Tim Ferriss, uh, and then looking into, I think her name is Julia Cameron, the one who, she wrote The Artist's Way, and she's kind of the one who created that method of, uh, you know, the morning pages. And then I, I like read, you know, a Forbes article or something where it, it's actually a practice that a lot of like high level performers and CEOs do. And they found it to be very therapeutic and very, um, uh, you know, like, yeah, just really the way we've been talking about meditation as a way to improve, you know, your quality of life. Uh, you know, there were reports around people being able to use journaling in the same way. And so, I just started, I kind of started with using her approach, which was, this is the actual protocol, right? Which is uh, three pages of long handwriting. So not typing or anything, long handwriting uh, continuously. So what you are trying to do is everything that's coming up in your brain, even if it's you talking about like, oh, I don't know what to write. I am blanking right now. I still have no idea what to write. Why is nothing coming to me? Like literally speaking, what's going on in your brain, you being able to transcribe that onto paper, right? So I think there's a connection there. Uh, being able to like connect your brain and connect your hand to being able to spit whatever is kind of coming to mind. So one, I think that this protocol of writing continuously for three pages without stopping, without lifting up your pen or pencil and like pausing was really valuable because it was one intimidating. It's like, how am I going to do this? Two, it gives you the freedom to be repetitive and be just kind of out of your head or really in your head in a way, right? It's like you're right. getting in your head, but you writing it all out on the paper is, is a way to get out of your head. Um, so that's how it started for me was like following that. And then um, over time, you know, I started to use that journaling space because I really enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I feel so good after I'm done this. Like, even though th these are things maybe nobody would see, or I would never show anybody. It's just for myself. It felt really good. And then over time, I think I started getting more and more uh, deeper with it. So maybe it was to whether it's something like work related or personal thing, like starting to explore that stuff in this space and there's something to that it's like oh this is between just you and you nobody else is going to see this but you being able to write stuff out um i i guess i always kind of use it as a way to think and to formulate my thoughts uh and yeah i've been i've been doing it consistently ever since and it's just one of those practices for me that like you know, if I do, if I stop, like, let's say I miss a day, or, you know, if I miss two days, I'm like, I can feel it at this point. It's like, there's, there's a weird, like, urge to get back and like, just release onto the paper. So yeah, there's a, there's the background. Yeah, awesome. Uh, talk a little bit more about why it's so important to actually physically write with a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper instead of 
like typing on your phone in your notes section or on your computer, why is it so much better when you write it out? Uh, I think there's just too much distraction when you are on your phone or using a piece of technology because it's equipped with so much power that you could be and, and your brain is so vulnerable to like, oh, I, I'm writing. And before you know it, you're on Instagram. Right. It's like, oh, what was that thing I wanted to write about? Oh, yeah, it's on Instagram. Let me check it out right now. And then before you know it, you're just completely off track. Or the other the other thing to that is like you are writing and you can delete and you can type really, really fast. Right. And, uh, you know, there's sometimes there's a that there's a time and place for it. Like if I'm really trying to get something out and whatever, like I might type once in a while, but I think for the sake of this journaling, it's, it's about slowing down and kind of connecting with your brain a little bit more. And so being able to write, you know, you might be able to write really fast. I do sometimes, but, uh, you can only write so fast. Right. And so that forces you to slow down and to really kind of mirror like, Oh, what am I thinking? What am I writing? what am I thinking? What am I writing? And then being able to see that on the page, like you actually writing out those words. I don't know the science behind it, but there's something that's got to be happening there that I think is good for your brain. Um, and so that's kind of why I'm so adamant about that is like, well, one, take your eyes off the screen, have, uh, there, there's also something to be said about like, like you don't understand how my notebook is like, it's one of my most prized possessions. Like, it's like my laptop, you know, it comes with me everywhere. Um, I actually have three different notebooks. And I am, I'm always like, my pen and my notebook, it's just like this, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a tool in my arsenal that always comes with me. And I and it feels weird to not have it. Um, and it feels like, uh, the way you put on your weightlifting shoes when you're getting ready to do weightlifting it gives you a certain sense of feeling, right? It's like, whew, all right, I'm ready. Like, it's like that Superman taking off his thing and like getting into his, co- uh, not his costume, his, uh, whatever, <laughs> his apparel, right? Super suit or his, whatever, his, yeah. Yeah, his, his super suit, right? It's like putting your cape on. It's just, it gives you a different sense of uh, something that like gets it, makes it easier to, I think, get started. Um, so there's like a deep connection I think I've developed over time of like, oh, this is my pen. This is my notebook. This is where I am unfiltered. This is where, uh, yeah, this is where I think this is. So uh, there's that connection. I think that you can have with pen and paper and a special notebook that you would not have in like your notes app or, you know, a Google Doc or something like that. You know, it's like there, it's there, but I don't know. I don't know how strong it is compared to like this physical thing you get to hold. Um, so that's, that's for me. Maybe some other people, you know, are different in that way, but um, definitely worth giving a shot, you know, in, in long written, written hand. Yeah, I think uh, calling it unfiltered is a really powerful way to think about it. Everything is so filtered nowadays. If it's an Instagram picture or, you know, whatever, the caption beneath it. Why is it so important to be unfiltered? Um, hmm, that's a really good question. Why is it so important to be unfiltered? 
I don't know. I can I can only maybe there's a bias here because I am viewing it from my perspective and I know I've always had trouble being unfiltered. I've always had trouble like oh, uh, don't say that or you, you hold yourself back from saying things, doing things um and and ultimately I think being being like you at your essence, right? So there, there's a lot of just, um, you know, things over the years, environmental factors, relationships, uh, expectations, all that stuff that can really uh, start to, let's say, add filters, right? Between right. your brain and what is coming out into the world in any medium, written, uh, spoken, whatever. And I don't know. There, there's like it feels like a disservice in that regard because it's like if you could be you at your essence, it's like phew, there's nobody else like that. It's just it's you. It's you being authentic, and it's you feeling like yourself. I feel connected to myself when I'm unfiltered, um, and of course, unfiltered can look different for me in different settings. I think uh, like. So anyways, that, that's something I've always struggled with, right, is being unfiltered and, and struggling to like, what's going on in my brain? How do I say that? Or how do I express it in, in let's say it's a podcast or express it in my program design or express it in my movement? Uh, so that's how I think about being unfiltered. And so the more you can remove those filters that have been kind of put there over time. Um, naturally, we all have it, even the most unfiltered people, you know, there's filters that they have, it just doesn't you can't see it, you know, it's something that I think they know only internally, um, or they may not know it's like a subconscious thing. But I think when you can explore some of that stuff and remove it, it's amazing. Uh, how how you feel, and, and maybe from a creative standpoint, what you can create, um, and, and how you can kind of just show up you know, in, in day to day for either yourself or for other people. So, um, being unfiltered for me is really important because it feels like I'm, I'm hiding if I'm not being unfiltered, you know? And, and I think that, sorry, circling back to like that being unfiltered in different settings, it's like, yeah, I, I'm not going to be a, the same unfiltered potentially as I am on stage as I am, you know, when I'm around my friends, or I am at work or whatever, it's like, there's elements of being unfiltered that will carry over to that stuff, right. But right. There, there's a certain form of like, let me talking to you on this podcast, a certain level of being unfiltered, that is necessary, you know, in order to create something good, or for me to feel like, I got out what I was trying to say. So I don't know if other people actually, that's something they struggle with. But I know for me, it's been a lifelong struggle. And it's something that I fight to preserve in every way possible. And it's probably one of the most driving things for me is and why I do a lot of what I do is like, be more unfiltered, aka be more you. Yeah, I think uh, you are not the only one who struggles with that. I think it goes back to being able to connect with yourself and mm -hmm. being an authentic version of yourself. When you first started journaling, as compared to now, do you find that you're able to be more unfiltered and kind of connect with yourself more rather than when you first started? 100%. It is yeah. so, uh, it's a skill, 
You know, it's like you have to look at it like a skill. It's not something that, oh, I'm a bad writer. I, I can't write. Um, uh, like that that excuse is is terrible. It's like you're thinking of the writing you did in high school where it was so structured and you had to do it a certain way. And that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about literally like you can talk, right? You can talk and you can think. Right. If you can talk and you can think, you can write that onto paper. And it's about just training that skill of like, Maybe it's you're judging yourself. Maybe it's, well, I don't know, whatever it is. You're afraid somebody will see it, whatever. It's removing some of that stuff and being able to train the skill of, of letting it out on paper. Um, so, yeah, th there's definitely certain things that maybe I didn't explore in the beginning when I first started. And, you know, certain things I explored more of but didn't touch other things, you know. And so now yeah. I'm noticing it's like, when I get sometimes when I get that feeling of like I should write about this, but I don't, or like I skirt around it, I'm more likely to dig deep into it and just write about it. And and yeah, it just feels more free. You know, the more you can train that skill, I think the payoff is you feel really, really free in this one place. And think about all day, uh, all day, every day. How, how how many opportunities do you get to really do that, you know, at, at its core? Right. Maybe maybe you do. Maybe, like, you're around people where you are able to connect in that way. But even then, with yourself, it, right, it's not really just about the other people. It's more like what opportunities do you get to connect with yourself on that level? And, and uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think that there has certainly – it's a skill. The more reps you kind of put in around it, it, it starts to feel more and more fluid, brings more enjoyment, and you continue to feel like you want to do it more. Awesome. Well, thank you for your uh, thoughts on journaling and brain dumping and being unfiltered. Absolutely. Um, any questions people have around this one, feel free to, uh, to, to ask. Um, I'm trying to think. I always think about the things like after we hit stop record, I'm like, oh, shoot, I missed that part. I think the one thing I was thinking is uh, this is a form of meditation. I think in that meditation episode we did, uh, I kind of like didn't include this part, but it's basically like reading, writing, journaling, any act you do technically could be a form of uh, meditation or a mindfulness practice, right? So right. it's it's more like – use it as a training ground like the way you use your training in the gym as a training ground for life right like you go out you play with your kids you play tennis and you don't want to get hurt you want to move well it's the same way with your brain in a sense right it's like journaling is just one other tool that i'm sure there's a lot of research behind as well um, that you can use to access that part of your brain and 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 train it like a muscle definitely all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys.